right now. Listen, listen. We've got a blind date with Destiny. And it looks like she's ordered the lobster. Hey everybody, welcome back to Journey to the Center of the Corn Dog. I'm Andrew, joined as always by my wonderful co-host Amy. How's it going? Hey there, the king of my corn dogs. What, what? is up? <laughs> <laughs> what up, wieners? What is up, wieners? So I was thinking about the movie the other day, Mystery Men. Classic. Classic. And little known fact, one of Amy's favorite movies of all time. It is. It is. It brings so much joy to my heart. It's funny because long before we ever knew each other, I watched that movie several times by myself in my basement as a kid. Yep. On VHS. Same. I probably rented it and just watched it over and over again. Same. We probably rented the same VHS. We might have. It was one of those movies. We, My family did not collect a lot of movies. Mm-hmm. I know at other houses, there'd be like a ton of VHSs and a ton of DVDs as we got older. But so if we bought a movie, that means we were passionate about it. (laughs) So one of them was Mystery Man. Oh, so you owned it on VHS. So we did own it after we rented it from Blockbuster. Of course. And we bought it because we had to. We just had to. (laughs) Were, Were your siblings as into it as you were? Um. Not as much. I okay. was like, for some reason, just like a super fan about this okay. movie. Well, for those listening, if they ha- if say somebody listening has no idea what Mystery Men is about, give them like the elevator pitch, like just a quick synopsis of the plot of the movie. Oh, the plot of the movie? Yeah, like what's the movie about? It's a comedy for one. Mm-hmm. I, oh my gosh. Well, now I got to dig into my brain here but like no, just just, just bare, bare bones bare like. bones it takes place in a world that's supposed to replicate kind of like gotham city sure so but everybody in this world like can be a superhero if they want there there is a superhero <laughs> and there is super villains right like um so the main guy is almost like an iron man and then there's like a super villain. Mm-hmm. But basically, basically what happens is the our main hero gets killed right away. And therefore spoiler the losers, alert. spoiler alert, yeah, the losers of the town that are not actual superheroes are going to fight crime. Right. So subpar superheroes take on the role of being like the saviors of a city. And it's funny because I personally just don't care for, like, Marvel movies. But I will watch. This is not obviously real action. It's comedy. This predates the Marvel franchise by a long time. But it's done so well. And my stance on the modern Marvel Cinematic Universe, all that stuff, like, I've watched most of them. They're enjoyable, but I'm not like a fanboy about it. I'm just like, oh, that was a fun little action movie. But sure, I'm not yeah. like, they don't get, they don't make me go, huzzah! Like, I'm not like <laughs> super amped about them. Right. I don't know all the lore. I didn't grow up reading all of it. Like, I'm just like, yeah, it's a cool movie, I guess. It's cool. So this movie with Mystery Men. Yeah. I was so annoying because I would quote this movie word for word. <laughs> Like, you still do. <laughs> I still do. And if I put it on, I 
could pro- it would probably come right back oh, to me mm-hmm. like an old song. I would just, it, just even the little like, huh, yeah, huh. Like I could just, I knew the pacing. Sure. And it's, I could just say it. You loved it. It's one of those movies that you love. You probably watched a million times. Yeah. And you memorize it. So it's been a long time since I've watched it. I do remember liking it. I probably watched it a few times as a kid because it was enjoyable. Um, who was your favorite member of the Mystery Men? Oh, um, probably, is it the Fury guy? Is that Adam Fury? Sandler's character? Um, not Adam Sandler, Adam Stiller. Or Ben, ben Stiller. Oh Adam my Sandler. gosh, wow. Ben Stiller. Wow. <laughs> not Adam Sandler, Ben Stiller. Ben Stiller. I can't believe I mixed those That's up. That's okay, I mixed it up too. Ben Stiller's character was hilarious just because I think it felt so relatable as um, as a kid mm-hmm. because it's he <laughs> he really feels like he has this like amazing superpower where he gets furious like he gets furious he thinks he's like and the then Hulk. he yes but he's but he's not not but it's <laughs> so funny to watch like and yeah so he was probably my favorite I can't remember his name. Didn't he have forks? He threw forks? Yes. Um, he was like a fork guru. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. he would, and or this was, was great. Or was it sporks? Was it? F- no, once in a while. he One time he like went to throw, I think, of a fork and he threw like a spork okay. or he threw a spoon and he was like, dang it. And then what's his name? The guy who played, or uh, Pee Wee Herman, isn't it, right? He plays yes, the he's spleen. the spleen. Yeah. <laughs> so that was so good. Just like comedy genius it's it's a good movie and uh janine garofalo's in it mm-hmm. i forget what her character does oh my gosh she's, she's the, bowling the bowler bo- yes she is the but bowling ball with, has... a, with a skull of her father in it Ah, it was the best anyway highly recommend if you have not watched mr man or if you've watched it before go back and watch it it has to hold up what made you think of this okay so what made me think of it was a quote just like came to my head the other day okay. right so this is how i kind of wanted to like Bring it back to this movie. I want to watch it again. Now. I know. <laughs> maybe now we can actually maybe stream it, or we're gonna have to pull out no, our VHS. We own it. We own, we own on DVD. It on, I'm pretty sure we found it at a yard sale on DVD, and you bought it. Do we even have a DVD player? Yes. Okay. Yeah, we can probably play it on the Xbox. Oh gosh, sorry, <laughs> that's feeling old. So this quote came to my head the other day because me and my siblings would quote it all the time. But I never understood it. So it, it either is I never thought about it enough or it's not meant to make sense. And it's the part where they are about to crash. The superhero guys mm-hmm. are about to crash their car into a gate. Okay. And the shoveler, the guy in the front, turns around. <laughs> Everybody's being noisy. And he's like, basically like, be quiet. And he quotes, looks like we've got a date with destiny. No, I'm sorry. Hold on. Let me re-quote this. <laughs> scratch that he says we're on a blind date with destiny and it looks like she ordered the lobster <laughs> does that make sense or no? but we used to say it all the time is it, that meant to make sense or is that just supposed to be silly like it's I, supposed to sound like it's important but it's not we I have mean, a blind date with destiny and it funny. looks like she ordered the lobster it's pretty funny because the way i interpret this okay i i would have never remembered them saying that because it's been so long. It's so funny. It's hilarious on multiple levels. One, because it's just a weird thing to say before, like, <laughs> crashing a van into something. But I pictured – because when you go on a blind date, 
And the stereotypical thing is, is if like they order lobster, they're ordering the most expensive thing on the menu. Okay. So I yes. would I would think that would imply that like it's going to be a bad date. Okay. Like you know it's I mean? trouble. Like yeah, she's trouble because she's ordering the most expensive thing off the menu. Yes. Like she's using you to get the most expensive thing off the okay. menu. That would be my Okay, yeah, yeah, I see So that. it's basically like, hold on, we're in for a bumpy we're ride. We're in for a ride yeah, here. Yeah, this is going to be rough. Okay. <laughs> okay. So the other way I guess I could picture it is if someone ordered lobster, but if it's a blind date, I was thinking if it's like a first date, then that means she's serious about the relationship. So she's ordering no, the most No, I think expensive. the stereotypical thing is lobster is expensive. Yes, it is. Yeah, so that would be, yeah, like she's, we're in for a ride. She's like ordering the most expensive, like it's going to be a, like, what's the word? Like a. It's just a bumpy ride. High or? maintenance. High. Uh, well, yeah, high maintenance. Yeah. Oh. All right, now listen, listen. We've got a blind date with Destiny. And it looks like she's ordered the lobster. Wait, we always love that quote. The other part about that movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that I learned later. So if you don't know this movie, oh, it's okay. I know we were, we looked this up together. Was this about Dane Cook? No. Oh. I'm I was talking about the director. No. I thought about that. But listen up, guys. Okay. Sorry. If you have not watched this movie or maybe you did not realize it, but Dane Cook is in this movie, there's a lot of famous people in this movie. And at one point, they're having superhero tryouts, and it's hilarious. It's so funny. People are just kind of nerdy. They look like they're almost like cosplaying. Yeah. But um, Dane Cook is the waffler. <laughs> so he comes in, and he's got, like, burnt waffle marks all over him, and he has his truth syrup, and he just does this, like, song and dance. He's like, I'm the waffler, golden crispy, bad guys are history, yeah. <laughs> and it's, like, really funny. But later I find out... They had him come in. They sent him, like, the, the script or whatever. Right. Or, no, I guess they didn't send him the script. They just told him the premise. Yeah. He's going to be a superhero called the Waffler and show up in costume, and you're going to kind of improv. And he was like, cool. So he shows up, and they see his outfit, and they're like, what are you doing? And he's like, I'm the Waffler. And they're like, no. Waffler, as in someone who's wishy-washy. If you're a waffler, it's where you're like, I want chocolate. I, no, I don't want chocolate. I got you. Okay. And so he was supposed to be the the waffler. Oh, my But gosh. he read it as Waffle Man. <laughs> so he came in as Waffle Man. I am the waffler. And it's so funny because he said it was just kind of like a shit show, basically. Yeah, like, right. at that point, they were just basically like, okay, whatever. Just do it. Uh, it makes it even better. Knowing I know. Because <laughs> you're like, oh my gosh, Waffle Man is so much better than the Waffle. It's way better. Like the Waffle, like, yeah, my truth syrup. Yes. So good. Which is funny because I'm not a big fan of like Dane Cook's stand up, but the fact that he did that just gives me so much. <laughs> I have so much respect for him now and his like I love, outlook on life. I love that they kept it in the movie. Yeah. They were just like, okay, that works. Yeah. Well, what I was going to say about the director of Mystery Men is basically that was the only movie he ever directed. Yes. And we, I remember we because we looked it up, we're like, who directed it? Did he do anything else? We should watch it. And we found out that was the only movie he ever did. Mm -hmm. And we were like, oh, wow, I can't believe that. It was so good. But turns out the reason 
he only made that one movie was because his experience making the movie was t- apparently awful. He hated everything about it. Yeah. He said it was stressful. It was, like, terrible. The production was a nightmare. Yeah. It was just, like, the most unpleasant experience of making this movie. Yeah. Which doesn't show at all because the movie's amazing. It doesn't. The, he made the movie an amazing is, movie. to me, it's one of those movies that's, like, basically a perfect movie. It should be. Every scene, yeah. you can tell, there is love and yeah. thought put into it's, it. It's hard to say that it's a cult classic because I right. feel like not enough people talk about it. Right. But I'm sure it has a cult following. We just don't know yes. about it. But he apparently, before that, he just did like commercials and yeah. a few mis- music videos. And yeah. after making that, he was like, I'm not, I'm done making movies. I'm going back to like commercials. Oh, yeah. Which is so sad. It is. I wonder though, partly with the, this movie, there were so many famous people in it. And so many different types of famous people. A lot of personalities. A lot of personalities. You had like A-list, A-class actors. You had B-class actors. You had comedians like Dane Cook showing up, not doing like (laughs) what they wrote. Um, Just, I I just wonder if it was too hard to like wrangle everybody. A first time director, as far as like a movie goes, first time movie director trying to wrangle all of that together would be pretty intimidating, would be pretty hard. And he made like high end commercials. So I think I remember seeing he did like Adidas commercials Mm -hmm. and those commercials probably took like a couple weeks, maybe Maybe. just depending on what it was. Right. And here a movie back then and, you know, you had more time and they did a lot of practical uh, effects, but it took probably months and then to work with everybody's schedule. So I he too, was probably like, studio, like it was not worth the money. Usually when you get into like making movies, then you have studio pressure and the studio mm-hmm. executives are like, nah, we know what the people like and we're going to make this better and we're going to change your idea. I don't know why the studio executives sound like Trump, but apparently they yeah, do. They do. <laughs> we're going to make it best. We're going to make it the best movie ever. And you're like, well, no, that's not my vision. That actually doesn't fit. And they're like, shut up. We know how movies work. We know what the people like. <laughs> <laughs> Get him out of here. <laughs> get, him, get him out. Don't give him his coat. Get him <laughs> out of here. But I was so disappointed when I saw that, um, yeah, he hated the experience and never made another movie. But it's kind of funny because then you're like, good. You just make one and it's awesome. One and... amazing movie. Well, that's kind of what happened with uh, David Fincher, right? Do you... Did he? Right? Because he made, his first movie was Aliens 3. But he's made so much more since then. Since then. But he had the worst experience on that movie and he like almost quit directing in the middle of that movie and then for a long time felt like he was never going to make another movie oh wow because he did the same thing he came from the commercial world and music video world yeah and he like hated it but i think that i feel like maybe it's when like a director is new the the studio feels like they can push them around absolutely yeah they're like you have no say you have no name and there's so much money on the line like There's so much money that we don't see oh, where sure. they're like, we're going to give you all this money, but you're, we're going to have a say because they want their money back. Well, it's so hard, too, because, like, say you have a bad day on set, like, things just aren't going right. Like, maybe the effects crew or, you know, effects aren't working. Actors aren't hitting what they need to or, like, they're behind schedule. And then they send in the dailies to the executives and they're like, we don't like this. Mm. And then they start being like, if you can't get it together, we're going to fire you and put, like, Amy on the set we're gonna put amy corndog on oh no don't do that (laughs) (laughs) don't put me on there but yeah i I think that's right david fincher direct 
Probably. Now I'm, now I'm second guessing myself. I should know this. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I was right. Yeah, he made like music videos for Madonna and stuff, and then that was his first movie was Alien Three, gotcha. which I personally really like that movie, even though he hates it and yeah. a lot of people hate it. I like that movie. Backing up from David Fincher directing movies, all this stuff. Back to Mystery Men. If you were in the Mystery Men world, what superhero would you be? Oh my gosh, I was thinking about this. <laughs> For the because... past 20 years. <laughs> no, I wish. I wish. I I was thinking about this right before we recorded and I was thinking, I'm like, I bet I'm going to bring up this topic and Andrew's going to ask me that question. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, I don't know, because you have to fit something that's appropriate. Because yeah, you, can't no be one... a, you can't be a real superhero. No, you there was only really like one guy on there that had actual superhero powers, mm -hmm. which was Kel from Keenan and Kel. Yeah. And his thing was he could be invisible, but nobody could look at him. Yeah. <laughs> if you so... didn't look at him, he, was, he could turn invisible. And they were like... <laughs> okay and then <laughs> they sign an him on it's an amazing concept for a power it is but no what's her name the bowler she, her technically she had a power the well, ball would her, come back to her the ball had the power yes so there was kind of this like spiritual power because the it was kind of like her dad's spirit was in there mm -hmm. so yeah i guess she technically like did because the ball would, she could manipulate the ball in midair. Yeah, she could. And the ball would go and do its thing and then come back. So that was pretty awesome. Um, of course, I want to be like her. So that's pretty <laughs> sweet. Um, but I feel like you have to be something, yeah, that's not. I'm, I'm basically the spleen. <laughs> you are the spleen. <laughs> you kill people with your farts. I know. I basically can clear a room anyway. Yeah. So, yeah, just call me the spleen. Yep. Oh, gosh. It's so true, though. I mean, you are only a couple notches away from knocking somebody out with those You with just those power You feed farts. me the right ingredients, I probably could kill a man. I think you could. <laughs> <laughs> Poison them enough anyway. Yep. I don't know. I can't help it. If I had to be someone from that group, uh, it'd be cool. Well, the... The guy that threw forks was kind of cool. I know. He's the coolest. He was like, it's basically fighting with a knife but far away. Like, he was like, pew, pew, pew. He would just like And throw they would them. like stick into people. Yeah, it would, yeah, he would throw them so hard that they would stick. And that's it, amazing. it would make people be like, ah, and fall over. <laughs> so, I don't know. I think that's kind of cool. That's a cool one. And then he goes and gets his mother's, like, fine china at the very end. Like, pure silver or something. I forget. Uh, yeah. Well, doesn't isn't there a part where he throws the forks into the wall and makes stairs yes, for Ben does. Stiller to climb That's up? Right, and then they climb which up, which is so pretty dope. It, it was awesome. Yeah, pretty dope. It was like my serving spoons or my serving forks. I remember too. There was a funny part where they go to see like this inventor. It's kind of like um, oh, Q yes. from James Bond, where he okay. makes all these like inventions, but whatever this movie's equivalent of that is, and he makes this gun that shrinks clothing. Oh, that's it right. It only shrinks clothing. That's so, like, right. they, they shoot it at people, and it, like, makes their clothing, like, shrink on them, and it, like, restricts them because it gets so tight. And yes. they're like, it's, That was a weird, that was, like, that was kind of cool. That was Just funny, so though. many, like, interesting things in that movie. If you have not watched it, you will have to watch it. So, out of five corn dogs, how many corn dogs do you get it? Uh, five. <laughs> five out of five. Five corn dogs with mustard. Absolutely. <laughs> Five out of freaking five. Yeah, I would give it five corn dogs. 
it may be nostalgia because it's been a long time since I've watched it, but I have fond memories of it. I remember as a kid watching it and just being like, this is cool because it's different. Yes. I've just appreciated like the, the satire element of pick, like doing something different with the like superhero genre. Right. And they were, and they were the underdogs. So you have that, that big, that feeling of like the underdog, the everyday man, he can do it. Right. He's going to do it, which I guess makes it great for children who are watching it because then you feel like, I can do that. I can be a, any kind of superhero and well, do that's, it. Well, that's a good lesson to take away from it. Yeah. I just, yeah, I appreciated just the absurdness of it. What more can we say about Mystery Men other than go watch it? Yeah, I mean, it, it will probably be like my hundredth time, but... <laughs> I I'm I think I'm gonna have to go watch it. All right, all right. Well, we're gonna see you guys later because we gotta go watch Mystery Man. Yeah, we got things to do. Okay, bye bye. Bye. We'll see you see later. You next Tuesday. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. <laughs>